for a time I was down and I was lost and I didn't know what to do. But then came a part of my life where I used the feelings that I had that were really confusing and didn't really make sense and I didn't know what was happening and I felt really out of control, honestly, to be able to fuel something that I wanted to do later to be able to impact more girls and to help other people who might have been feeling that way too. And that's kind of a situation or example of how I lived a life with grit because I took something that I was struggling with that caused me a lot of pain and turned it into what I wanted to do to help other people. In Your Element is a teen-hosted podcast covering conversations with our allies. I'm your host, Abby Jones, and I get to chat with some of the most inspiring educators, creators, and changemakers reflecting on their teen years, what makes them feel the most in their element daily, and things that they wish they had known as a teenager. This podcast is a sister organization with The Element Collective. The Element Collective hosts virtual and in-person workshops providing mindfulness, movement, creativity, fun, and other tools that high school-age girls need to love themselves, own their authenticity, and tap into who they truly are. More approachable than traditional group therapy or school clubs, Element Collective founders Mary Allard and Kylie Roswell base their approach on the five elements and create a safe and playful environment for girls to connect with themselves and others. Because when each of us are in our element, magic happens. If you're interested in being a part of any of the Element Collective events or joining our Element community, like me hosting this podcast, or even Gabby who produced the music that you're hearing now, you can follow this podcast wherever you listen, connect with us on Instagram at Element Collective, or check us out at elementcollective.com. That's E-L-L-E-M-E-N-T Collective. Hey guys, it's me, Abby. I'm a junior now, and school is back full on. I hope y'all are getting back in a good flow, even though I'm sure that you miss summer just as much as I do. Today, we brought Charlotte Wasserman of the It's a Girl's Life podcast and nonprofit back on to talk about this thing that she calls grit. By the way, if you don't follow her podcast, pause this episode right now and go follow her and definitely check out our last episode with her. Thanks, as always, for listening and welcome, Charlotte. So we brought Charlotte back to talk about something that she brought up quite a bit, I think, which is grit. I actually have no idea what that is. And so I thought she was talking about like the Southern food. So Charlotte, would you mind explaining to mostly just me, what is grit? Yes. So grit as an idea is resilience, which is when you are pushed with an obstacle, how do you respond? You get back up. And our methodology is adopted by the book called Grit, which is written by Angela Duckworth. And she talks about how grit is the intersection between passion and perseverance and how you use what you're passionate about and your ability to get back up after you are facing obstacles to be able to do anything you want really in your life. And a gritty person is someone who faces adversity and challenges 
literally any person in the entire world is a quote gritty person. Some people obviously face more adversities than others. But the important part about it and kind of how it relates to what I'm doing and working on is that we have adopted what grit means and created a four-step formula to our own definition of grit. And we, as a nonprofit, empower girls to become the creators of their own story by living a life with grit. But our definition of grit stands for growing guts, so being courageous, putting yourself out there, stepping outside your comfort zone. Then the R is resilience, and that's getting back up after you fail, after you get pushed down. Then there's I, which stands for imperfections, being your authentic self, being compassionate that you are human, you make mistakes, and that doesn't mean you're any less worth than another person. And then the last part is T or team, which means finding a group of people that support you and build you up and making sure that you have those people in your corner that are really helping you get to living this better version of yourself, you know. So we use that formula as a way to teach girls how to be in control of their world, write their own stories as like a kind of like a metaphor for life and like being in control and doing what you want to do and being the best version of yourself. Okay, so it's guts, resilience, imperfections, team. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming that since you teach it, you've had to use grit quite a bit in your life. Earlier, I think in our previous episode, you mentioned being able to live a life based on grit. Tell me about how grit comes up for you in your life. Yeah. So if you guys listened to the last episode, which if you haven't, you need to. Um, I share my story about how I started everything and it all started when I was in a tough time for me, which was back when I was in middle school and high school. And I was just struggling to find a group of friends who supported me. I was struggling with academics. And those are two areas of my life that were very, um, seems very important. And yes, I was feeling that way. And for a time I was down and I was lost and I didn't know what to do. But then came a part of my life where I used the feelings that I had that were really confusing and didn't really make sense. And I didn't know what was happening. And I felt really out of control, honestly, to be able to fuel something that I wanted to do later to be able to impact more girls and to help other people who might have been feeling that way, too. And that's kind of a situation or example of how I lived a life with grit, because I took something that I was struggling with that caused me a lot of pain and turned it into what I wanted to do to help other people. And I was able to do something that was really scary. So that's how I demonstrated guts. I was able to, you know, bounce back after I was feeling something that was really a big struggle. That's R. I was able to accept that I'm human and humans go through really tough patches in their lives. And that's I and imperfections. And then team, I was able to find a group of people that really supported me and supported where I wanted to go, and people I truly felt comfortable with after some years of discovering who I was so I could discover people I wanted to surround myself with. And that's how I feel like I demonstrated grit in my own life. Yeah. A couple of things came to my mind when you were talking about it. I had the same thing happen to me in seventh grade, where I lost a bunch of really good friends, and I was like, I don't know what to do now. Um, I like how you said Like you had to be able to figure out who you were before being able to figure out who you needed in your life. And yeah, like looking back, that's definitely what I did. 
what really anybody has to do in order to find their group of people. Yeah. Also, just like transparency, it took so long to really find those group of people. But that's because I was looking for the wrong things. And I wasn't being myself. And the times that I felt the most comfortable with people were the times that I was not trying to do anything for them, but was really like, just being me. Even though it seems scary to kind of be yourself at some points, I've definitely faced that. It's the one thing you like actually know how to do. And if you don't have to like put in all the efforts to try to be someone else, then the people that you're supposed to be with and the people that compliment you well will find you in a way. I know that for a lot of teens, being able to figure out who you are is actually like a really, a really difficult thing. I know for a fact I have struggled with it literally my whole life. Like I have never really known exactly who I am. And so how do you know when you really feel like yourself and how do you figure that out? Because I think that's what I've been trying to do for like the past six years is just be like, who am I? Yes. The first thing I would say is like, don't think it's an overnight thing. Anything you really want is never overnight. Um, And I say that because everything seems so instant right now. Like with social media, you can just get results like the snap of your fingers. But what I would say is I never really truly found myself until I spent a lot of time with myself by myself. And I'm a big proponent now, years later, of journaling and discovering and answering these really weird and tough questions that seem kind of basic and things you would assume you would already know how to answer. But once you start talking it or writing it, taking it from your head and putting it out into the world, um, you come up with like these different answers that you never knew you had. And I don't know what that is. I think it's just a processing thing that either talking or writing does. But questions like, what are things that I feel really excited about? What are things that energize me? What are things that drain me? What are personalities that I feel really good around? What are situations with friends that I felt, you know, energized or drained by, like using those similar words I just said? Um, And becoming really clear on that and processing it is one really good way to be able to find out more about yourself. So doing that is really helpful. And then experimenting and just trying out different groups of people and seeing how you feel with them. Does it take a lot of effort for you to show up as yourself when you're with them? If so, probably not the best group of people to be around because that is just draining. Or do you go and you meet with them and you talk with them? And once you have, it just feels like time really hasn't passed and you're comfortable and you aren't overthinking at all. And you're just being you and that feels great and you feel like honestly fueled after the conversation, then that's probably people you should stick around. And it's becoming aware of how you feel in different situations that will allow you to really find out A, who you are and B, who are the people that I want to be around. Yeah, I think that's all of this is like the hardest thing for teenagers to go through. It's crazy. And I would know because I've been through it before. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta trust me on this one, because I lived a time where I was not doing any of these things. And it didn't really work out. You know, it wasn't a good time. And it wasn't fun. And it was hard and confusing and overwhelming. And now I wish I could tell myself all the reasons why I should not have pretended to be someone else, or I should not have shied away from different things, because it was not benefiting me at all. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's all so interesting because we always get different iterations of the same underlying message. And it's always so funny because I'm like, yeah, these are all things that as a teen girl or even just a teen, you get told all the time. And you're like, just be yourself. And Which is so you'll be fine. hard. It's like, what? I'm like, what's yeah, like, being yourself mean? I don't know who I am, so. Right. <laughs> it's definitely so hard, and it's super easy to generalize the whole thing. And now I can speak about it and seem like someone who had it all together, but know that she didn't. And you're seeing, I mean, like, I'm projecting the present version of myself, which is so extremely different from the past version of myself. And that's how it is for everybody. So, you can't even compare yourself. Oh, like Charlotte already has it all together. She already figured it out. We're on two totally different roads and like it's just not even comparable. And that goes for so many other things. Right. Yeah. Another thing that teenage girls are absolutely horrible at is comparing. Yes. And I still do it. And it's like I got to tell myself all the time. I'm like, Charlotte, stop. It's yep. just not even helpful. Like sometimes I'll literally be on Instagram and... I'll be comparing my whole entire life to this one photo that took a second. Exactly. Why? Yeah. What's the point? That's not their life. You don't know what happened before or after the photo. It's just not even nice to yourself to even do that. Yeah. I have talked about that countless times of how an Instagram photo is just basically a puzzle piece in a whole person's life. But like... None of the puzzle pieces, when you put them together, make a photo. They're just kind of random images. <laughs> that is so good. It's like a broken puzzle. Right, yeah. And so, like, looking at one individual photo is not going to show you what the whole puzzle looks like. It's not at all. Um, yeah, to sum it all up, <laughs> basically everything that your parents are already telling you, but, like, take it from... Charlotte, who has lived through all of it and is also generally going to be only a tiny bit older than our average listener, it's actually things that will help you live a better life. <laughs> okay, so where can everybody find more of you? Where can they find more about It's a Girl's Life and your events? Yes, well, after bashing social media, I'm going to tell you our social media because I guess one step at a time, we're trying to recreate the content you're seeing to empower you in some little way. Uh, and we get vulnerable out there sometimes because that's just healthy for social media in general. But you can find us at It's Girls Life Org on Instagram, where you can then go in our link in our bio, listen to our podcast, because that's where we're providing a lot of our inspirational, motivational, practical information for teen girls. Uh, or you can like do a little Google search and just be like, It's a Girls Life Org. And we should most likely come up. But listen to the podcast because that's something I just love to do. And it's a great way to be able to learn from other people who have experienced tough times and how they got out of those while giving some really good practical advice. Yeah, totally. I think that's what we're trying to accomplish here too. Trying to make life a little bit easier. And even if it's just one person, then that's one person that didn't have to learn that the hard way. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, thank you for coming back on and talking to me again. Thank you for this. This is so much fun. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you, Charlotte.